welcome to the No So Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. And this week, we get to talk about Survivor Series. You say get to. It's more like have to. <laughs> we have to. There it is. Yeah. Well, we don't. We get to, but we don't want to. We have to. Damn. Okay, I was trying to see if I can weasel the way out. We get to talk about Undertaker's <laughs> final. Uh, we'll give it the get to. To <laughs> be determined. The, uh, TBD. Uh, I'll believe Wait. it. When, I'll believe it when I see it. Is he it. fighting vacant? He might be. Excellent. And we get to do our top ten of things we're grateful for. For what? Twenty twenty. Pro wrestling in twenty twenty. That's, right. That's right. So I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack, who is representing MDK all all fucking fucking day. day. And I'll tell you what, I had to use all of the cachet that I have to protect my friend, my little bitch. (laughs) And I can't even even promise that it's going to last more than tonight. (laughs) Yeah, it's like... Well, he has a machete. By the time this show ends, you're probably dead, so... (laughs) True. Uh, no, so it's living legend Mike Bubble. Hi, everybody. Uh, I guess Devin's back. So Devin Dalwick. Uh, recently upgraded and activated off the COVID nineteen list. Here I am, mm-hmm. uh, and back at the head of the table. Well, for, well, for a minute. Yeah, I don't know about. about can, I be your, can I be your hangman? <laughs> no, it's my arm. And the so, infection will heal. So let's talk about that. What? I want to be your hangman. little bitch. You had a challenge, Devin. I did. One, Apparently, one. Uh, Unbe- unbeknownst to me, <laughs> one, uh, Mr. Booble, yep. what did you do for uh, Devin's birthday, which is in like nine months? <laughs> Seven. <laughs> I did it for me, Joe. You can never get it for you. You did it for the, yourself. I may. I did it for myself. Or may not. I did it for no cell entertainment. This is forgery. Have purchased a cameo from Nick Gage himself. After the. The blasphemy the little bitch talked about him. Said it was going to be on sight if he saw him. <laughs> Said he was going to beat that garbage wrestler's ass. Said death matches are for fucking punks. That's what Devin said. People have no talent. I just gave Nick Gage a chance to respond. That's all. And he did it for... <laughs> I can't do with all these outlaw mud show people anymore. <laughs> I gotta do what I gotta do. And he did it for uh, like two and a half minutes. Yep. He, uh... Made sure to know that a uh, little bitch is going to get got. And probably a machete. Probably with a, with a machete. <laughs> and he hopes that you get a virus when he cuts that arm off. Well, we were supposed to hit a GCW show before all this happened. So if that ever comes back, I'll be there. Front row? No, front row. No. Uh. Wearing a, a shirt that says little bitch. It's More tougher like and no harder. No dick gauge. Than Am I right? <laughs> no dick, no dick gauge. gauge. Am I right? It's toothless aggression. It's coming after you right now. <laughs> uh, the gauntlet's been thrown. Uh, I'll dip my hands in glass. Hey, look. He represents the MDK gang. I gig every time. Such as I nope, do. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but I have an interesting... Uh, I have an interesting option. Yes, uh, Mr. Little Bitch here has offered to let me be part of the BFS gang, the Benoit Family Syndicate. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> now, does that uh, any 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 relation any, any conflict with the Good Brothers? 
No, they just want to watch the carnage. They're cool. With it. <laughs> Fair. Any yeah. relation to? Uh... I just got the new step climber from both of us. He claims to be a long lost uh, descendant, I, uh, I second upgraded. cousin, or something like that. <laughs> that Peloton commercial can kiss my ass. <laughs> We're off the rails. <laughs> Millions of people. And what, what, what's that? Uh, B what? Benoit Family Syndicate. BFS. 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 Oh, fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. BFS, MDK. I'm both, baby. I'm playing both sides. You <laughs> <laughs> shit. Double agent. I'm like that dude in the Civil War who was on both the North and the South. Just See, picking to say who was winning each day. Terribly close. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Google BFS. Fucking, no, no. fucking Corey's on the line. He's like, let's go south. Let's go north. South, north. He's got that like yeah. two two jerseys. Yeah, <laughs> he's running from side to side yeah. doing, <laughs> doing suicides. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> slaves. No slaves. <laughs> north, south, <laughs> east, west. Hootie hoo! <laughs> Just yells hootie hoo. And then I get shot by like 18 yeah. people. Yeah. Checks out. There's no room for Hootie Who in 1865. <laughs> BFS 2020. <laughs> All right. That was fun. Well, well, I mean, it, it was the most upbeat thing we'll talk about in the next 20 minutes. Yep. So let's get into it. Survivor Series 2020. We survived. Fairly. Them promoting it as Taker's final show. I fast-forwarded through the kickoff to watch the Battle Royal. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I'm a sadist. And uh, <laughs> I stopped it. And uh, Booker T done did Booker T things. And I just shook my head. Uh, he said that um, Charlie set him up. She's like, look, you and JBL, you know a lot about Survivor Series. Because they fought each other for the WWE title at 2004. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Booker T goes, yeah, yeah, we were two of the originals in the first ever Elimination Chamber in 2002. I remember it well. And JBL looks at him like he's got like turds hanging out of his mouth. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and like Charlie, like you can tell Charlie wants to say something, but JBL's like, mm, okay. <laughs> Booker T's an idiot. Yeah. Unfortunately, I also saw the Goblin win the 24 7 title. Um, so, just, so well, you know, I almost turned it off. I was like, ah. the Cobbler rule has been affected. I was about to go full Jim Cornette. I got the Gooker rule. Like this pay per view, they could talk about it to damn self. <laughs> so there, you know, it it was funny because they, them bringing up like old things and how wrong they are, right? Yeah. Uh, later on the show, I don't know if you heard, but it was um, during Kevin Nash's intro. Uh, Mister Graves is. Uh, just uh, talking about how he remembers Takers and Diesel Diesel's match at Mania. Which Mania was that? Twelve. Okay. You know what he said? What? Either between eleven and thirteen. Yeah, well, that'd be yeah. And then, technically, he was right. It was between eleven and thirteen. It was twelve. But it's just like I remember it like it was yesterday. WrestleMania eleven or thirteen or twelve or twelve, and then like a minute later, he's like, uh. I was corrected, and uh, my bad. And yeah, I heard that, and I was like, I didn't hear the first part, so I didn't even know why you said that. I remember it like it was yesterday, because uh, Diesel walked out of that uh, tunnel at WrestleMania 12, looking like just the goddamn coolest motherfucker that had ever walked the earth. 
I mean, he was. Was he eating fruit and being cool in the back? No, he, he eating wasn't. Fruit, being cool. But he still had like the black <laughs> hair. Creative control. Quality control. And he just had a look on his face like, fuck all you motherfuckers. So like, fact, Ro- so like Roman now. Yeah, in fact, he gets to the steps and goes, I'm the shit. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, what? 1996. If you go back to listen to the Monday Night War stories here at NoSellEntertainment.com, we brought up a new team, uh, Quality Control. Yep. Why yeah. doesn't Hogan have a team called Creative Control? That only works for him, brother. Yeah, exactly. It would, who would it be? It would be uh, or e, It would be E. Harrison Leslie. Yep. And Vincent. Yeah. So let's let's talk about that pre-show uh, battle royal dual brand oh, yes, battle let's. eighteen man. I will name. I will give you all the names. Oh, please do. Please don't. We have the Miz, John Morrison, Kalisto, Rey Mysterio, Umberto Carrillo, Angel Garza, Cedric Alexander. Ricochet, Shelton Benjamin, Murphy, Robert Roode, Ziggler, Apollo Crews, Shinsuke Nakamura, Elias, <laughs> Jeff Hardy, Chad Gable, and Dominic Mysterio. It's dead. Well, call it. I thought I was going to get cut off. He called it already. And the match goes 12 minutes. And it started so good. And <laughs> the win- on purpose? And, yeah. <laughs> Well, sir, you want you know what's funny is that uh, that is the order of elimination. It's also the order of importance on that match. Jesus, dude! All the important people go out first. Doesn't that teach you everything you need to know about current WWE? Mm. Uh, because the Miz, for some reason, wins this dual brand battle royal. Which I agree with somebody on, and they got they got fucking ravaged on Twitter, but they're right. Once he won, they're like, no wonder AEW is killing this company in the 18 to 34 range for both male and female. Mm-hmm. Like, What's well, that have to do with anything? Because you've got a 40-year-old Miz still winning shit when there's a ton of young talent in that fucking thing. And look, winning the pre-show Battle Royal isn't going to make you, but it sure isn't going to hurt if you win. And people might think, oh, maybe uh, Humberto Carrillo's uh, up to something. Maybe he's going to get a push. But no, you gave it to the fucking Miz. Or fuck sucks, I don't know. Let Dominic win. Right? I I gave it a star and three quarters, and here's what I wrote. While there was nothing wrong with it, it was very boring. Nothing happened. Run-of-the-mill eliminations in the same damn ending this company always does in Battle Royals because they're fucking lazy. And The Miz? Really? 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 really. A lot of forearms, <laughs> brother. So let's start uh, Survivor Series big, off right. It's a good brother Battle Royal. With a Survivor Series match. For, it's Team Raw. But anybody else got any thoughts about that? I didn't battle? watch it. I didn't watch it. I didn't no. catch that and wasn't going to start it till I don't four. blame you. If I wasn't a slave to like OCD, I wouldn't have watched no. the damn kickoff either. But I fucking have to see a match if it's on it. Uh, so it's the men's Survivor Series match of Team Raw, AJ Styles, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Riddle. Merlina. Defeating... Team SmackDown, Kevin Owens, Jay Uso, King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and Otis in 19 minutes and 25 seconds. And uh, it was a clean sweep. Okay. I know in the long run it doesn't matter because nothing matters in this company. <laughs> brand supremacy, right? Well, yep. Supposed to care about the brand and, and want to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Four of the people on the Raw team were on SmackDown six weeks ago before the draft. The other one debuted in late August. So if you're just going off, no member of the Raw team at Survivor Series was actually on Raw as late as SummerSlam. 
How can they give a fuck about loyalty? I mean, you can't have the pay-per-view built around brand loyalty like a month after the fucking draft. Yeah, and you have, uh, on Urban. SmackDown, you had King Corbin and o- Otis and Jey Uso, but Jey Uso has been getting this push lately. And then Owens and Rollins were new. Yeah. Uh, I gave it two and a half. What I said, what an odd series of booking decisions. Why did Seth martyr himself? I think it... Why have Raw run the table? Why choose to not highlight anybody and simultaneously make everyone look so incredibly blah? This match did nobody any favors. No, there, there were ten guys in the match. Not one stood out at all. It might as well have been the Battle Royal on the kickoff show. Not even one person got any shine. I've never seen a match with so many people where they managed to bury everybody in it. Is Seth getting buried, or is he just trying to get ridden off He's TV? He's off TV. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought, because Becky's due soon, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, this, like, any time. Have him not be on the team. Have Murphy be on the team. This company Gasp. has what? this mindset that, like, they're the NFL, where there's just the jersey that matters. Yes. Yeah. Not the name on the back. When in, in reality, they're the NBA. They're wrong. Where the name matters. I mean, in the NFL, the name matters. The it lack doesn't. of totally star does. power. On this pay-per-view, up until the fucking world champ versus universal champ match, was staggering. Yeah. And, and, and did anybody like the match? Was I wrong? Well, did as soon as Seth, good? as soon as Seth just let himself die, I kind of got checked out of it. But yeah. I, I mean, so real quick, you can Joe read the names in the match real quick one more time. Uh, AJ, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Strowman, and Riddle. Okay. Owens. Uso, Corbin, Rollins, and Otis. So five of the ten are Hall of Famers. Yeah. Five of the ten. And a couple of them will probably be. Like, Uso will be there. I yeah. didn't count it, but he'll be there. Uso the for tag team. Yeah. yeah. So six Hall of Famers in that match. And that's what they gave us. <laughs> what was the story they were trying to tell? That Raw was dysfunctional the whole time. Yeah. And then they got it together. So your basic Survivor Series tag match. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> cool. It doesn't help. And it was just trying to for Jay. I think the story, the whole story was about Jay. The whole storyline was for Jay to fail. Uh, Yeah. You could have not had Raw run the table, uh, as uh, Jim Cornette said. Uh, You could have had, you still could have come down to somebody from Raw and Uso, and Uso loses. You still could have done what they did with Uso. This company has no fucking clue how to book. Okay, it goes beyond this. I'm going to go this far. They quit knowing how to book wrestling a long time ago. This company no longer knows how to book sports entertainment, which is literally the thing they brag about being. They don't even know how to do that anymore. Nothing about this was entertaining. Wow. Maybe because Six. the fucking taxidermied fossil still uh, in charge. <laughs> yeah, not for long. If you know, that fucking good God, we'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, this was pathetic. And I, it put me in a bad mood watching yeah, last terrible. I was like, <laughs> horrible I was like, to opener. Because I love Survivor Series elimination yep. matches, too. Yep, yep, yep. And I was like, this fucking sucks. It, it's the same thing. It's fucking, you know, you work five minutes and then six people get eliminated and then it's yeah. two minutes of people and then it's over. Hey, Keith Lee, you got name theme music. Cool. It sounded okay. Yeah, I mean, cool. And the ma- I thought the match was okay. However, I, I'm agreeing with Corey here that no reason here to have a clean sweep. Plus, throughout the whole night, there's no none of that. You know, last year, Team Raw has this many wins. 
team NXT has this many no, wins. They're not keeping track. They're not keeping track they can't now. Can't be bothered to. Yeah. They can't even do with something simple as that. Battle of the brands, right? It's yeah. battle of the brands. So let's. But nobody thought to keep score. And it's simple because AW does it weekly and has since day fucking one. That's probably why they didn't do it. It's probably like, oh, we're not going to keep score. Then. Fuck you. Yeah. Day I, one. Yeah, it's stupid. Uh, it. Yeah. You know it. You, they let they let every member of Raw eliminate somebody. Yeah, I mean that was so. The, in one way, I guess you could say that's good, but in another way, no one gets over. Yep. No one looked dominant. Everybody just and Braun's face again. Kind yeah, of. No. Well, no, not but, not after Raw. Yeah. Now he's not. But in and, but to spoil that in pure uh, in pure unadulterated bullshit uh, WWE manners, he was suspended, but yet he's still going to get the title shot at TLC. Check it out. Suspended at uh, online. Yeah, because it's like Ron's uh, sacrifices himself at six minutes. Uh, AJ is eliminated in twelve minutes. Then at thirteen minutes, not AJ. In, I mean uh, Owens. Uh, Corbin's eliminated at thirteen minutes. So one minute later, Otis is seventeen, and then Jay Uso is at nineteen. And not, not to put down Uso or even Corbin and and, and... Otis, Otis. Or, uh, but <laughs> Owens and I agree. And I actually heard this on the Jim Cornette podcast. Owens was the only member of the SmackDown team that had any fire at all, any oomph, any yeah. like, here, I'm going to get in and do stuff. Everyone else was just going through the motions. Smartfest. And they're going to be fucking miserable moving to that shithole in Tampa outside. <laughs> two weeks from now. I mean, it's not really outside. So I have a question about that. Uh, that's kind of on topic. So the Toronto Raptors are going to be playing there. How the fuck is that going to work? It's at, at the, the base, it's at the baseball stadium. Is that where they're playing? At the yeah. race stadium. Tropicana yeah. Field. Tropicana Field's where they're going. Oh, okay. I thought they were going to the... Uh, the the okay. Amelie... No, what is it? Amelie, I don't know right? what it's called. I'm pretty sure it's the Amelie Arena or something like that. Well, Amway's in Orlando, but... Okay, that's okay. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I was like, um... Yeah, they play not... a fuck ton of days. Like, that doesn't work. <laughs> now nah, they're going to the baseball stadium, which is a shithole. More the pyro. stadium... On Earth, maybe it's fucking bad, dude. Well, when when Tampa's been wanting right? a new, uh, when since Tampa's been wanting a new stadium for forever, hell, maybe uh, they'll sell Tropicana Field to Vince to just make it a per uh, like a full time permanent. That's where Thunder the Hall Dome. of Fame is now. Permanent Thunderdome since he he'll go before a live audience again just to make money. Yeah, but think about the Thunderdome; it's everything he's ever wanted. There's still f- faces of fans, mm-hmm. but he gets to manipulate every single part of the show. Yep. He can pipe in booze, pipe in cheers. Yep. He can have anybody he wants be the ones that are over because it's all manipulated. Why would he ever want to leave a Thunderdome situation? If you think about it, it's like he's oh. been waiting 40 years for this. I don't want to think about it, Corey. It's yeah. sad. It, it hurts my heart. A-E-Dub. Right. Let's move on to the next match. It's Battle of Champion versus Champion, the tag team match. As the Street Profits, the uh, Diet Right of the uh, Great Value New Day, the Great Value New Day, defeating the New Day. <laughs> no, nah, I agree with Jim Cornette. Private Party and the Street Profits need to have a death match to just see who gets the rights to that gimmick. <laughs> uh, New Day coming out to their Gears of War uh, gear since they are now being part of the new upcoming and I know uh, th- DL. I know that's cool. I get it. I'm not a gamer. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm not, it doesn't impress me, but I know it's cool. And it's something that the company brags about all the time. They have no pulse in pop culture at uh, all. So at least they should probably fucking highlight something like this. 
The performers definitely got paid for that, right? Well, you, you, <laughs> well Vince well, got paid for it. Probably. Well, they just uh, what Xavier Woods just announced that he's now going to have a show on G Four. Good, but he can get away with it. Yeah. Like we talked about last week about yeah. Where were you two weeks ago, Xavier? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Street, Street Profits defeat uh, New Day in 1340. Big E was there as uh, just the there new, because the, they had nothing for him. The New Day are no more, uh, except for at the pay-per-view. <laughs> Heard that. Let's just pretend it never happened. It, that week just popped up on the network. <laughs> the final yeah. farewell. Uh, three and a half stars. Um, technically, this was a great match, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. It was good. I put, well, this was great, and yet I still feel these two teams held back a little. Montez is a fucking superstar. Mm-hmm. With the way they built this, it was painfully obvious the Profits were winning, though. I mean, you can't have Big E just verbally fucking shit on them for a month straight and not have them win. And New Day don't need to win. So great. I, I The match was awesome. I don't know if I would have done it. I think I would have had somebody beat somebody. To change it up. Instead of just handing the titles to each other, like, here you go. Well, not just Respect. I, I mean, just here. Like, yeah. I'm not the biggest fan. I mean, this this is like Spider-Man pointing at himself. Like, I want a little yeah. I want a little difference. Yeah. You mean the have black team them, shouldn't only fight the black teams, Corey? Yeah. What? And, and maybe the black teams shouldn't all have the yes. same gimmick, too, in that company. So let me ask you this, then, Corey. Yeah. With the thousand of tag teams that WWE have... Who would have? They could have easily had Cedric and fucking Shelton beat the New Day, and you could have the Hurt Business against Street Profits. That's still black. It's still black, but it's not like Spider-Man <laughs> pointing at himself. Like the Hurt it's, Business have a clearly defined different gimmick. It's Venom pointing at Spider-Man. Yes, yeah, which is about all we can hope for in this company. Devin, what do you think? Good match, though. It was a really good match. It was a damn good tag team match. It's the one when I got over here for Sunday, uh, Zen was bragging about. Yeah, well, if, I mean, second favorite match of the night. Going into it, I mean, this was a pretty safe bet that it was going to kick ass. Mm-hmm. I mean, Everything after this, though? Well, yeah. well, the next match was a given on who was going to win. As yeah. it's champion versus champion, <laughs> Bobby Lashley defeated the U.S. title champion versus defeating Sami Zayn, the Intercontinental champion, in seven minutes and... 50 seconds. Sami Zayn clearly was going to win. Yes. Second, yeah. second match in a row that stylistically didn't make sense. Why have two babyface tag champs who do the same spiel and same type of match wrestle each other? Why have two heel champions who have no... There's no heat there at all. I mean, I don't get it. I'm like, uh, the style? I don't know. For me, the styles didn't really, they kind of clashed. Because I, 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 I think, like in my eyes, it's because... WWE don't like what Sami Zayn says with his mouth, so they put him in a match with Bobby Lashley to... Yeah, that could make sense. I could see that. A star in three quarters. Zayn is magnificent as the loud, whiny, chicken shit heel champ. And the Hurt Business were great for him to play off of. The only problem is you need a crowd for that. Lashley deserves to be much higher on the card, too, I put it. Mm -hmm. Why? Why is he just the U.S. champion? What a waste. You know, you know it's a waste? This match, b- because of the fact that you have Bobby Lashley, which I agree, should be higher up. He was brought back to face Brock, and they said, soon. By soon, that was three years ago. And now Brock's not even under contract. Five years ago. Bum, bum. Five years ago. Maybe, you know, probably five. 
Sami Zayn versus Nakamura in an NXT show. First time touching. Was fucking magic. Magic. You know. Who knew Sami Zayn would end up being best utilized on the main roster as the complete opposite of anything he'd ever been? Ever. Like, yeah, the chicken shit. Basically, they put the real, <laughs> the real guy on TV the way he feels. Uh, did you see, speaking of being punished for things he's openly said, did you see the latest interview with him in some... It was not a wrestling interview, but some newspaper no. somewhere. He uh, had no trouble admitting forthright that he no longer has any passion for this business whatsoever, that that company has taken it completely out of him. That right now, it is nothing but a well-paying job that he clocks in 9 to 5 for. But That is all it is to him. But everybody else who said that has been wrong, Corey. Well, it's according to that company. <laughs> Everybody loves being a It's almost like everybody that fucking leaves says the exact same fucking thing verbatim. If nothing, I will give him credit for a guy that doesn't give a shit anymore. Tries. He's still pretty fucking great. Yeah. You know, uh, I've seen some guys who when they quit caring, their matches, are they blow ass. Mm-hmm. At least he's still got enough pride to do a good job. It just doesn't matter to him anymore. And that's sad. Because that motherfucker was one of the ones that like... Eight, eat, sleep, breathe the business, yep. always come up with ways to be better, always thinking of ways to improve. And now he looks at it as fucking clocking in a wall. Him and mm-hmm. uh, one Mr. Steen changed ladder matches, yeah. which is very hard to do for life. And I wouldn't be surprised if Steen feels the same way, but he's got a family and he's, he's got, got a good kids. Deal, so he'll, you know, yep. he's happy. He's a new he's later. Yeah. So that was the lowest, the shortest match of the night. As we go to the next match, champion versus champion, SmackDown Women's Champion, Sasha Banks defeating Raw Women's Champion, Asuka. In 13 minutes and five seconds. A hundred times. Yeah, I felt the same way. If only we hadn't seen it a, a dozen times over the summer, I, maybe I'd give a shit. And you know what's and it's sad? I like Asuka. Mm-hmm. However, I forgot she was even champion. So did I. Uh, but me. that's because I quit watching Raw completely. Uh, I, I, got I, I will say this. I will say this. Two matches you need to find. Yeah. Sheamus versus Riddle. Okay. That, makes that sense. goes 20. And then, like, a match that goes 15, Lashley, for the first time facing Keith Lee. That intrigues me. That went that, 15. That does intrigue me. Uh, and, that's, and that's what pisses me off, is there is some talent on Raw, but it's so fucking bad. I, I just, I can't. It's like, yeah, okay. Uh, AJ Styles is on Raw, and I can't be bothered to I, watch it. I can't even bring myself to read uh, the AJ review. AJ faced um, Randy Orton, because what they're doing now is on Yawn. Uh, <laughs> Raw, they're trying to figure out who's the number one contender. Huh. So, well, aren't we just watching that, Corey, 20 years ago? <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, so do you want to know how they're doing this number one contender? Special guest referee. No. no. Take a guess. I'll let you all have a guess. Qualifying if you don't know. matches. Bingo. Gauntlet Tur- matches. No. Qualifying. Of course. Not so, a title tournament. And it's a qualifying match, then leads to a triple threat match. Can I just... And then qualifies you for another as next match. As next week, the triple threat match to determine the number one contender, AJ Styles versus Riddle versus Keith Lee. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. It's standing there slapping them in the face after what they did at Survivor Series. You go to Raw the next night. You say you want to prove you're a fighting champion because that's what Drew wants. All five members of the team were all one. They, they, they ran the deck. Every one of them gets a title shot in the corresponding weeks. Yep. It writes itself. Gives you matches for TV that matter. 
There you go. Nope. It's, you get, I mean, you get a reward its, for winning. It writes itself. But 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 Retribution beat Team Raw last week. So who gives a fuck? IKA Retribution beat Raw means they should be number one contenders. Ali baby. So uh, Corey, what did you uh, write down for the this women's match that we've seen nine hundred times? Um, I still like the match. It was three and a half stars. These two have faced each other so many times this year, but you can't deny their chemistry. Aww. Sasha, though, is on one hell of a fucking run. Perfect timing, too. I wrote, they badly need her. Which also brings me to the next part. Let's say. So. Patty Stonegrinder. <laughs> Had to say it. So, Had to say it. Heard that. This is one of the more unintentional funny things that I've come yeah. across in um, <coughs> wrestling reading stuff in quite a while. I was on uh, 411wrestling.com. Whoa, I have not been there in a decade. Holy right. shit. Right. WrestleZone was my I still go. I still go there. So I went there, and the first thing I clicked on was a uh, masturbatory thing from uh, some VP of something or other on the, on the fucking conference call bragging about how WWE has such a vast... Um, social reach and how it's a hot button topic in pop culture, and I mean he couldn't be more wrong. But yeah. it's you know that. What you gotta say in a conference call to, they to, lie. Share, to shareholders? Yeah, they yeah. lie their asses off to those fuckers. So I go, okay, huh? Bullshit. I caught out of it. I didn't want to finish reading. So I click on the very next thing about Sasha and, and uh, Mandalorian, <laughs> and it's talking about how yeah, no, uh, I got the Mandalorian gig off of doing the hot ones because um, they had no idea what WWE was. Checks out. And I was like, ha, social reach, hot button topic in pop culture. That. What are you talking about? Your they have the most fans ever right now. Your star had to get booked for a TV show off of a chicken wing spot a on YouTube. YouTube video. <laughs> hey. hey. It's good programming. Hey, Undertaker was just on it. <coughs> I know. The part I'm saying is that's how cold this I, fucking oh, I know. Look oh, at us. I know. <laughs> he denied Kevin Smith. Fuck Sean Evans. Fuck hot ones. Patty Stonegrinder. kick your ass. So let's go to our next Survivor Series match of Team Smack, Team Raw, Nia Jack, Shayna Baszler, Lana, Lacey Evans, and Peyton Royce defeating Team SmackDown of Bianca Belair, Ruby Wright, Liv Morgan, Bailey, and Natalia. Twenty three minutes and twenty seconds. Oh, and before I even tell you, it took a long. Before time. Corey goes, producers then texted me going, "So Lana's sole survivor," and I went, "That's been booked for two weeks now." Oh yeah. And Lana was sole survivor. But who knew they the way they would book it would be the worst fucking thing they could do to anyone ever. Oh, this fucking company. So first of all, before I get into my match thoughts, yeah, um, that Raw Women's team might be the worst Survivor Series team I've ever seen, including Lawler and his three midgets. <laughs> or the year it was uh, the four doinks, the doink whackers and doinks on a mission. Yeah. yeah. Doink, I missed that team. Doink, dink. Like, uh, dunk. Doink, dink, wink, and pink yep. against Lawler. Dusty. Wheezy, cheesy, and squeezy. Yep. Cheesy, squeezy, and my doinky pinky. Yeezy. So I about uh, two and three quarters. It was actually a pretty good match until the ending. They actually mm. think they built Lana with this win. They actually built Belair. They could have done such a better job building Belair if, you know, that it had her fucking win. Push Lana. 
No. The, that's the thing. In is, front of a train? These idiots. I wanted to push her out like the dump I took during this match. These idiots think that the way they had her win is actually pushing her. <laughs> so what? Uh, was it a double count out? No, or, so double count out. Double count out, and she just stood on the steps. Yeah. And she was like, oh. Me? Yeah. Yeah. And because they, they, think, they think that's fuck. pushing her. Bailey, her saying, Bailey was eliminated by Payne Royce at 9.55. And then so Payne Royce was eliminated by Natalia at 11.40. God. L- Natalia was then eliminated Jesus. by Lacey Evans at 12.35. Oh. Ruby Wright eliminated by Baszler at 16.50. Evans eliminated by Liv Morgan at 18. Morgan then eliminated by Nia Jax. And then... Um, Shayna Baszler uh, was eliminated via disqualification, and then Nia and Bianca were counted out. I'd rather have COVID than listen to that match. Again. So in a minute under and less than under one minute after Baszler got eliminated, Jax and Belair got counted out. Lana, sole survivor. So the the woman who just held the title for a year mm-hmm. got pinned first. Yes, by the woman who hasn't been on TV in a year. Yes. Then got pinned by the woman who hasn't been on TV for a year. Yes. Got it. Got it. Joe. That's how you push yeah. it. <laughs> yes. Are Build you stars. telling me yeah. that Lana yeah. is the new Owen Hart? Soul Survivor? No. Can. Can't be. Unless she's going to hang from same, a... I can think of one way. I can, I can, I can, see, can she be the pink blazer? <laughs> I, can, I can see. Do we have when do they go to Kansas City's next? Can we go see Martha and see if she has that I have a clip, clip for still? her. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's fucking made out of plastic. If, first of all, it's weird because Bailey was totally misused here. Yeah, don't it's, it's, say it's weird that it's weird to me that they spent uh, seven and a half years building to the Sasha Bailey feud and then ended it after two matches. Is that when, a little weird to you? When Drew and Randy kept fucking going, it's still going. Isn't that weird to anyone else but me? You know, it's, it's like it's it's weird because you say that like like let's go back in time and history for a little bit. You have. Bailey and Sasha fighting for a year, and then their payoff is two matches. You had Stone Cold and Rock fight forever. You have Triple H and fight Rock forever. fighting forever. You know what I mean? Like, how many Mania matches does Rock and uh, Austin have? Three. Three. Now, I have a feeling. They're going to go back to it? They're going to go back to it at Mania. Rock season. and Austin got it. Yeah. <laughs> but at this rate, yeah. But they're nuts. <laughs> because to me, especially right now, Bianca. Clearly, Sasha and Bianca is the mania match. Holy shit, they could tear it down. It, Burn it down. It's like, you know, how we want that, and then also Big E versus Roman. I want that, too. I was thinking about that today. Which is going to happen. Let's hope. He's but, you know, that's the plan. Well, the plans change, brother. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, creative won't work for Vince because he's fucking stupid, and he'll... Offer uh, the Undertaker the formaldehyde skin eleven jillion dollars to wrestle Roman at Mania. Yep, and then Taker will go. God damn it! Can't you leave? Oh, that's a lot of money. Michelle's needy. I feel bad for Taker because, like, <laughs> if you watch that last ride or any interview he's given, you can tell the motherfucker wanted to retire in 2012, and and had every intention of doing so. And every time Vince gets scared, Vince is actually scared to not have that character around. And backs up the Brinks truck every fucking time. And Taker's like, that's too much money. Hey, Pro- yeah, he probably just got right. a million to walk down and say, these yeah. souls are... And what's crazy is that if he would listen to the fans like he claims to, there isn't a single fan that wants him there. Yeah, They will happily... They, honestly, more might watch many if he isn't there. Vince I got it. I don't okay. understand Vince's... Like, Vince is, is literally scared. 
to not have that character mm-hmm. exist. I don't, I don't get it. Because this is greatest creation. So that Great. ma- that's ma- ha- that match happened. Let's move on to the main event. Oh, I just want to say one oh, more okay. thing. Can you please, Joe? Yeah. Mike? Devin? I don't care who you pick. Tell me the worst professional wrestler you've ever fucking seen. David Flair. David Flair. Vince Russo. Vince Russo. David Flair can't do a Flair job. Or a woo. That's true. Oh, that's tough. Not Rebel Kill. <laughs> well, whatever your answer is, Nia Jax is worse than all of them. And still gets pushed. I mean, David Flair. No. Uh, Nia. No, she actively. Uh, what's her real name? Okay. Oh, Denia Vax. Denia Vax. David Flutter would have missed the punch name. on Becky. No, no. She, uh, she's wow. one of those oh. anti-vaxxers. <laughs> oh, okay, I was like, so that's I, fucked up if that's her real so name. So I named her Denia Vax. Vax. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> Swipe the database. <laughs> yep. I'm not You're, like I can't girls. stop thinking about it now. How, how perfect that is. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, Naya or Tamina. You get one match. Uh, Tamina. Tamina. No, uh, Tamina's better. Brother. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, she is. Look, she's been there 10 years, and she doesn't even come close to the number of legit injuries she has caused. That's true. Compared to Nia Jax. I'm like, Nia Jax, all the people you name suck, but Nia Jax actively hurts people. That's true. Did you hear her on Cornette's podcast on Friday? When she was saying how she was pissed at Rhonda? Yeah. For Rhonda, oh, this, I don't think it was Friday, so the one I listened to her. But she said she was pissed at Rhonda, because I guess Rhonda hurt Alexa Bliss. Or gave her that concussion that kept her out. Yeah, all those oh, concussion yeah. issues were because yeah. Rhonda kept dropping Alexa on her fucking head. When she was fucking working her on house shows. But Naya, I guess, yeah, she was saying, like, I want to work all these. And it's like, that's so you can kill them? That's, that's, that's what my exact thought. I was listening that's to her. That's quite the double standard yeah, for Naya Jax to be bitching about something. Well, she went like a week, she, she went said like a month she, straight with hurting someone. She said she vouched for Alexa not to work with Rhonda because Alexa was kept getting Because I was going to hurt her. Because <laughs> I want to give her the fucking. I'm not like most girls. So I don't my, wear a mask. So that's just my 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 last no, impression is Nia Jax fucking sucks and truly does not deserve to be employed. No, the COVID is fake, yo. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's go to the main event. Champion versus oh, champion. Boing. Roman Reigns. But it's not the main event. It's the best of the best. It's it's the co-main event. Co. That that's awesome. We'll, we'll charitably call it the co-main event. Well, All that's right. fine. Roman Reigns, the SmackDown yeah. Universe Champion, with Paul Heyman defeating Raw's WWE Champion, Drew McIntyre, in 24 minutes and 50 seconds. Roman's on a roll, baby! Yep. I'll say this, I don't, I mean, our good old JR sent me, Yeah. and this, is, this was his opinion of this match. Drew and Roman had a Mania match. They did two years ago, too. Uh, that one was terrible. <laughs> How, like, man, hey, it was before, at Mania. Man, before, look at look at look at like two years ago, <laughs> Roman and Drew. Now two years later, not even two years. Same ago. match, yeah. like same people, different match, different characters, different people. Uh, remember that match was only like Roman's like second back from leukemia. Yeah, it only went like well, six minutes. And there's a reason. Yeah, there was a reason it wasn't good. It had nothing to do with either guy. It had to do with the fact that he was very rusty and still scared about what he could do. It's true, and you know, but like, and, like, and look now, how crazy it is, though. Like you know, a year, two years ago. No, it was two years ago because this year Mania was in the uh, performance center. Three and three quarter stars. 30, Thirty-seven will be in April, though, so it's like a year yeah. and a half. Okay. Three and three quarter stars started slowly, but picked up halfway through. Physical back and forth, timely interference from Jey Uso led to a Reigns victory. 
The outstanding bloodline angle continues. Best thing they've done in years. Oh, yeah. It's not even close. Uh, when those two stood face-to-face and held the belts up, Ooh. all I thought was money. My God, in a different circumstance, rockin', this rockin is Hogan. money. It felt like a... <laughs> Like a, a flare showing up to a Von Erich match and just right? like staring at your face. Like, what's up? It's the first time, not including a Cena or a Lesnar. Do you know who Von Erich is? <laughs> hmm? Nope. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Carrie? Yeah, he knows Carrie. Got one. It's uh, the first time. He walks dark side of the ring. It's the first time, not including Tim? a Brock or a Tim Von Erich. <laughs> Tim the Tool Man Von Erich. <laughs> Ralph? Ralph, that's my favorite Von Eric. Yeah. Wreck it, Ralph Von Eric. <laughs> yeah. He's actually, the one that actually blo- fits in a weird way. He's, <laughs> he, he's the one that blew himself up in the car. Got it. So it's the first time, not including a Cena or Lesnar, where Gertrude? somebody looks Roman Reigns in the eye and it looks like a main event. Yeah, I. It's one of those things with how with what's happening in twenty twenty. I wonder. You know, you know when when the when the fans were there, and you see the hype for AW. And you know the main event is going to be, you know, Jericho Hangman, okay? Oh, yeah. And then they pub it, push it to be them two as the main event. Mm-hmm. If we had fans, would we have gotten that more excited for this match being it's Roman versus Drew? And if they, continue, if they, if they gave us the promos they did leading up to it, but with fan interaction being there instead of the Thunderdome, would have been. Don't worry. You'll always be my favorite number two. Great line. I <laughs> think no. If we had fans, you don't get this Roman. I don't think so either. Yeah, I agree with that. I. You know what? They I don't think Vince allows him to do it. They would have done it. However, I think the fans would cheer him. Mm-hmm. Because that's what they've always wanted. Without question. It's what they've wanted. Yeah. And, it, and it wouldn't work nope. with being cheered. That's the one area where I think the Thunderdome has helped. When the, when they come back, does he get cheered for Yo. first? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They're for gonna sure. cheer the shit it just, out of him. It's just fucking that ovation. Will blow a gasket. You know what I call it? Out. I call it the NWO effect. More importantly, it's the outsider cool. effect. Yeah, it's cool. So to be damn Hogan, that Hogan and Nash outsider team. Literally, yeah. he is. <laughs> I believe him. He is so damn cool as a badass. I believe him. Just like Hall and Nash. That boom, the face. Question. Is it cool to eat fruit and hang in the back and wait? According to Hogan, it is. Okay. I'm just going to be eating fruit and being cool. <laughs> Brother. He, he's so cool. <laughs> right? I want to be Roman Reigns. That's so cool. So. I, so going back to earlier in the night, and this was, I had to rewind it after watching the promo to, to, to get this little bit. This is why the Roman Reigns character is so badass. So when the, the Usos are there, and he wants to talk to yeah, Jay. Yeah, I remember this. And he sends Jimmy off. And he, he browbeats Jay, right? Mm. He, he never looks at him. Yep. But what's the other thing he does? He tells him to leave. No. While he's doing that, up until the fact that Jay leaves, he's got his hands in his pockets. Yeah, I saw that. He doesn't respect Jay as a threat at all. Mm. He doesn't look at him, and he's got his hands in his pockets. While he's just br- browbeating my little him. My little dog pockets. Yeah, like, I mean... I didn't get it the first time. I kind of, that's why I rewound it. I'm like, 
Oh, that's just a level of disrespect. I don't even respect you enough to think so you might throw something at me. He's stealing Orange, uh, Orange Cassidy's gimmick? Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you can try to spin it however you want. <laughs> that was was how bad. dare you? That was badass. But, I was like, oh, was that's he, such a good But spot. was it all a setup? Was he sending him home so the Drew didn't think he was there, and then yeah, he comes back, and it's just, Because at the end, if you notice, Reigns they looked, looked at each other. Reigns and looked like, pissed yeah. that he was there. And then he smiled. But then he's like, you did good. And then they hugged. Yeah, and they yeah. hugged. Ugh. He did good. Oh, and and, so and good. Heyman. Heyman is so Mwah. important to this Deekies. to this gimmick. With Brock, it's like they were friends. He's scared right? of Roman. He's scared of Roman. Like the the look on his face, looking at Jay after Roman back in, like I'm sorry. I, I don't, I don't yeah. Him watching Jay yeah. lose, and he was like, "Oh yeah. shit!" Yeah. Like now he's gonna have like, to talk to Roman. That adds. I love that. So much so to the good. character. It's so good. So, I I I love. Sorry, I was just saying. I love the fact that. Ro- Heyman has also been tweeting lately of like photos of him with the family going like, I've always respected the bloodline you know, of the, yeah. the Reigns family. And, and like he has the, they posted a photo of a few years ago when they did the uh, face off Brock and Roman and yeah. Heyman shakes his hand before. And he's like, I've always, you know, it's how, just business. How good was it uh, at the, at the contract signing on SmackDown? I love they didn't have mics, but were Roman used the line Heyman used to him during that sit-down with Brock. Mm-hmm. He's like, I learned something from Paul a long time ago. You're the right person in the right place at the wrong time. Which is exactly what Brock Heyman said to Roman during that fucking thing in 2015. Mm-hmm. I love when they actually do callbacks, which also leads me to believe that Heyman is booking this thing. Hang on. With help from Roman. Gas. <laughs> You're right. Shock and awe. Because there's callbacks. Yep. And nobody in. else on creative knows what a callback is because Vince tells them people are stupid and you basically restart every storyline every week. Because they wrote How I Met Your Mother. So people can figure it out. Well, that's all I need to know. But no, this was fucking fantastic. So good. Drew. To me, it's a question mark and it shouldn't be. But he, he was so unlucky to get this run. At this time, like with the work he's put into it, it I it, feel like if a live crowd was there, even if it started off rocky, he would have won their respect by now. I, I it's, it's crazy to me because of the fact like he has gained my respect. Mm-hmm. Of course, they did no help with him losing to Orton. Yeah, it does not, and that's the question mark of why did he lose the title? Should then? never left the title. Should have had the title the entire yeah. time. It would have made more sense. Um, oh, he's earned it. I oh, hate- yeah, without question. He's a yes. To me, he's an unquestionable main event level guy there. Yeah. Yes. It's not one of those failed attempts like with uh, Kofi. I think, I think he's made it. I know he's made it. Yeah. He's, he's, he's to the he's top. It. Yeah. It's not Kofi. It's not Gender. It's not Miz. It's not it's, Daniel Bryan. It's no. not Daniel Bryan. No, he, he has elevated himself to now. All right. He is the main event. Who was the only other guy... Going back to Batista, that what? made himself that, that like made themselves oh, Batista. Mini Venner Batista. Since then, can you think of like AJ worked? AJ worked, yeah. AJ, but that AJ, AJ Drew, but AJ Punk? coming from somebody, Punk, Punk. yeah, Punk, Punk, yeah. Who, um, so Paul Heyman guy. <laughs> Gas. Weird, it's almost like the people who should be Paul Heyman guy. Brock Lesnar. He was already dead. Yes. <laughs> Motherfucker, they signed him for his main event guy. <laughs> now, and he, here's the title. If you want to see what his debut, watch him destroy Spike Dudley. Oh, By the way, our truth on the pre-show was pretty funny, though, when he said that he was here to honor 
the the legend for his 30th anniversary, and he was talking about the gobbledygooker. Jesus Christ. Because uh, it's been 30 years of dominance. And then he brought the gooker out, and he said he can remember watching Survivor Series 90 that night with his parents, sitting at home with his John Cena doll, because that's his favorite wrestler. And then Charlie's like, wait a minute. You had a John Cena doll when in 1990? He's like, yeah, but you couldn't see him. God damn it. <laughs> who, played the, who played the gooker? Today, oh, this time, Drew Gulak. Yeah. I'm going to say somebody. The yeah. gobbly gulak. Because, you know, yeah, the gobbly gulak. God damn it. All right. Because, you know, that's a good, that's a good use <laughs> of Drew right. Gulak's skills. <laughs> um, good re-sign there, uh, <laughs> yeah. Gulak. The, the best part of the match for me was when he was about to go for the spear at the end. And he turned to Samoa Joe, and he was like, "You've seen this shit before." And he just, I was like, "Oh, oh, I fucking lost it." Oh, they're, everything they're doing with Roman's working too much, and you should have seen the amount of women on Twitter reacting to the picture of the two of them holding their fucking belts up, just like, lathered and. Oh, they were like, "Oh, okay, mommy, if uh, if I just fit my way in there real quick." I mean, there's so many thirst tweets. I mean, we've <laughs> been a, we've been in a crowd where so it was the SmackDown right? That lady was like. She was here for Roman. Yeah, oh, really. That's all when she he had was there the, for. He had the contacts in still in the vest. And she oh. was. Uh, and when we told her he wasn't going to be there because we had to break the news that they were doing that weird Europe trip. Yeah. Uh-oh. It was when we got Jericho and AJ. Uh, she was visibly disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> there she was, was like there a, for Roman and Roman I mean, only. She was like a mid sixties. I, ha- I had a shield, a uh, shield mark one time in front of me. It should, I had a sign that said Dean. These are for you. Arrow down. <laughs> low V-neck. Very oh. low V-neck. By the way, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, congratulate John Moxley for yep. being the first... Uh, John Coxley. Well, yeah, for being the first guest on his wife's new uh, podcast, Oral Sessions. <laughs> where um, That's how you make a baby? <laughs> I, only heard, I only heard one part of it, and it, like, it was like her asking him, what, what did you like to do like when you were growing up and all that? And he's like, well, my favorite thing with... Uh, do uh, do some coke and then go to the library and just read a whole bunch of stuff. And she lost her. She's like, "What? You do what?" <laughs> like, so, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, honey. He's no. He's like, I don't know. I've told you this before. She's like, "You've never told me this before." Like, oh, like, yeah. Introduce some coke or some cheap speed and just go to the library and read a bunch. She's like, "You did all those, a couple times." She's like, "You did a mound of coke." He's like, "I had no mound of coke. I didn't have that much money." <laughs> Working at FCW, and she's like, "Yeah, but you would go to the library and read just the like, public library." Like, yeah, man, I just read tons of shit. The Cincinnati <laughs> Public Library. Yeah, and I'm like, that's awesome. Who who does lines of coke just to go to the library and read as much as they can? Uh, John Moxley, Brian Feldman. No, I. Marty's I'm loving everything about Rome. Oh yeah. So that's five minutes. Show's over, Joe. Yeah, should be. No, no, no. Sorry, guys. Let's get the main event. For future replays, although I'm, I can't imagine purposely going back yeah. to watching anything from this year. You will but in that 10 will, years. Yeah. But that will be where the show ends for me. Yeah. That's where it'll turn off. So this is when a lot of people turned off. However, some of us didn't. And it's the Undertaker's retirement ceremony. As he has Shane McMahon, Big Show, JBL, Jeff Hardy, Mick Foley, The Godfather, The Godwins, Savio Vega, The King of the Triple Threats, Rikishi, Kevin Nash, who didn't want to be there, Booker T, Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, Triple H, and Kane in gear show up into the ring for the ceremony. What did they do, Joe? A video package of The Undertaker happened, and then we come back to the ring, and they were gone. However, the keeper was here. They paid 18 people. Yep. They had a lot of them out, but Vince McMahon was out there. My favorite part on Twitter is a picture of Kevin Nash walking down the aisle. 
and somebody wrote above his head, "Did I leave the oven on?" And the look on his face perfectly matched. It. Yeah, um, yeah. All the eighteen people that showed up were gone when we came back, and Vince was there. And then he does Good his, God. his speech. Undertaker comes out, gets on the steel steps that then floats above the ring. And then he talks for a minute, saying like that it's uh, time for him. Can we sit everybody? It's his time to uh, retire. Gets down on one knee, does the pose, and then a hologram of Paul Bear shows up. That was the only cool part. That part was cool. That was badass. Uh, but not worth the entire thing. But that was cool. And how not, much money did they spend in pyro for this? I don't know. But uh, you called it what? Undertaker's retirement ceremony. That's Final what they have it on uh, Wikipedia. I called it the Undertaker's Thanksgiving super spreader extravaganza. He is a Trump supporter. I call it uh, Vince's last will and testament. Because he looks fucking brutal. I said it Sunday and I'll stand by it. You cannot convince me he's not dying right now. He is going to be dead within the next two years. Two he years? terrible. He literally looked like he was filled with formaldehyde and ready for a casket. He looks like Mitch McConnell wishes he looked. It's terrible, man. Did you see his hands while he was yeah. holding the mic? His joints? Yeah. His, yeah. He's got just, like, joint and dysplasia? And he has zero muscle definition anymore. Oh, that is, suit is giant. On It's like a 1990s basketball player. He's everything he doesn't want to ever be. He's weak. Yeah. But you know the number one thing that he won't allow. To allow him to be weak, yeah. That's why when he tore his quad, no one was allowed to be there. I wouldn't be surprised. No one could say I'm weak. Mm, I won't go there. But no, oh, okay. But I was being serious, like to the to a kind of guy that has that level of pride to not be able to be what you expect yourself to stay forever. I'm surprised he went on screen, honestly, looking like that. So I heard that uh, they drastically changed the ceremony. That it it was supposed to be a lot longer, and there was supposed to be like a a bigger speech, and probably some stuff with the guys. Hmm. And he just wasn't up to it. Undertaker or Vince? No, Taker or not Taker, uh, Vince. Gasp! A man who is <laughs> hit somebody else's retirement, and he's like, "You know what? I want to, I want to cut your retirement short." From what, your speech, done. From what I read, from what I've heard, uh, which you know could be bullshit or dead on. Who knows? But it took Undertaker like having the come to Jesus meeting with Vince to finally get through to him that this is it. It. <laughs> I-T. Just no, like that's why Vince so agreed to go on TV and finally say it. And finally let him say that it's time to let the Undertaker rest in peace. He goes, look, we've done too much. I'm too old. I can't do it. I that. have two hip replacements. The way I look at it, honestly, I think that Undert- or Vince sees the Undertaker not being a thing anymore as seeing himself not being a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. That's what I think it is. Yeah. And that's why I think he's afraid to let that character go. Because like, he's well, going... He's yeah. staring at his own mortality. Yeah, he's or like staring he, he at even an said it too. You know, like not everybody lasts or not everything lasts forever. And like it's just like, except his love for Stephanie, greatest career of all time. Now, not I didn't say best wrestler of all time, but to get thirty years at a main event level out of one character, sure you tweaked it every once in a while. Well, the only other person who's in one company, the only other person, I would say Ho- Undertaker. As close he's not, but he's the only other person as close as yeah, Hogan. I'd say Undertaker's longer, so. May not be my favorite, but I gotta say it's probably the greatest career of all time in wrestling. It's hard to uh, deny it. I mean, especially ta- I mean, for the last seven, eight years, you only have to work like once, twice a year for that money. Mm-hmm. No one else could. 
Hogan never got that deal, although he came close. And if WCW would have stayed a little open, damn it. Lesnar did. Okay. Although, to the best of my knowledge, Taker never got 200000 a year just to wear a t-shirt. This is accurate. Uh, the best thing I've uh, we've seen on Twitter is um, 30 years ago, a young commando named yeah, Mark <laughs> Gallery went MIA, but he's been found 30 years later. Presumed to have yeah. been dead for 30 years was found. Okay, so I think we did this before. Well, I'm going to do it again because the, theoretically he's retired. Uh, so for each of you, what is your personal high point of The Undertaker? Hmm. Hmm. Hmm, that's a... Can I pick Mean Mark Callis and NWA? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, if you would like. <laughs> his peak of his career? To you. To you. It's going to be different for everybody, so I'm curious. You know, for me... Yes, we know, corporate ministry. Yeah, corporate Lock ministry, it in, without question. So I'll say this. <laughs> for me, I... For me, it was... Around around ninety seven to ninety eight, when it was like Sean Kane, the Kane stuff, stuff yes. Yeah. But then, for like and then for me again was the second run of Dead Man Undertaker from like twenty from like twenty like, like two thousand four yeah. to. You guys are all wrong. It's quite simple. Mine's badass. Dallas, Texas, WrestleMania thirty two. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> so, um. I like my personal favorite is badass, mm-hmm. uh, but a particular era of the badass. I'm a fan of because he, he he even broke that down into to eras. I'm a fan of the big evil, Red Devil Undertaker. Like when he turned heel and cut his hair, going into eighteen against Flair and all through two thousand two two thousand three. That's my favorite badass. I liked that better than the long hair um, coming out to Kid Rock. I like that one rolling, too, rolling, but rolling. I really like the big evil. Like that was my favorite. That's game. where I first remember seeing the Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. I really liked his SmackDown run, like 2006 with Batista, yeah. and then to Edge, and yeah, Great Khali. 2007 or 2006 through 2008 show. is really strong. Yeah, that's when he wrestled. Like right? WrestleMania Even as a dead 20, man, he wrestled. You had 23, 24, 25, 26, I would say. Yeah. WrestleMania, like that span he had, is my favorite. He had the the awesome title match with Kurt Angle at No Way Out of 06. You had the Mark Henry feud, which was better than people remember it being. Yeah, you did get the Kali shit. But then but then after that, you get the Batista run, which is it, fucking awesome. You get the Edge run. You get the Edge the run, punk which is run, awesome. And the the punk, which eh. could have been better um, if. Taker didn't have it out for him, um, and then the Sean matches and Triple yeah. H matches. That's yeah. that's that, that also. Like, yeah, Booble. He said badass. 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 Okay. Well, I, I don't know if you guys saw, but Dodi on Twitter was doing a bracket of Taker's greatest matches. Of course, they were. Want to know what the final two were? Uh, not uh, not what the final two should be. Uh, it should probably be two matches versus Sean. I'd say Hell in a Cell and twenty five. Okay. I'm guessing though it's fucking Kane. Kane, Triple H. Okay. Uh, so, two matches. Uh, Crown Jewel. Uh, no. um, <laughs> uh, it should be yeah, what Corey said, Hell in a Cell and 25. Or 25-26. Uh, it was 25 and 26. Yeah. <sighs> That's tough for me to... Because they're both so fucking great. It's just that Hell in a Cell was so great, too. So, mm-hmm. it's, it's rough. It's rough. 
I think we can say without question then Shawn Michaels is by far his greatest opponent. Yes. Because yeah. it's his three best matches. You can't even debate it. It's like, okay, well, the rest of y'all are fighting. Or is it Johnny Gonzalez? Although, no, although <laughs> I wouldn't even go Kane do for a second or Triple H. Foley. I'd go Foley. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't know. If, I, I don't know if you guys saw. You guys seen the one of the because uh, they they did the bump on and he owes Foley a lot too. Uh, they did the bump on the YouTube and stuff. And they did Pritchard and Pritchard showed a photo. Uh, you've seen the. Uh, it's like you know it's the brother love. It's the inverse. It's the inverse. Yeah, I thought that's pretty yeah, funny. That's pretty funny. Um, he should probably give Foley a huge chunk of money. <laughs> well, according to Foley, uh, it was the Stone Cold who uh, got his retirement fund. Well, I mean, uh, if 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 Foley hadn't come around in early '96, yeah. Taker may have never turned into what Taker turned into. Because look, I mean, if you remember his, the career up until then, yeah, but then that ruins Jeff's favorite Taker. He was know? over, <laughs> but I mean, he was having terrible matches. He was not as important as he would become. It was those matches with Foley where he actually got to do shit. And they were like, oh, we can do more with him than just random giant or fat guy feud for six months. Okay, cool. Is there a... I'll ask you this, Corey, or if, if anybody. Do you have a one of you, like a good taker match to watch that isn't one of the more highlighted ones? I have a... Um, yeah, like, I have, a like a... Like a I have one in mind. Like a secret, like, oh, that's I always like that one. I don't know if I've always liked it, but it's one that you need to see to believe. Okay? Okay. So during a house show, or a ta- like a wrestling challenge taping in like July 92, the dark show, the dark main event for just the, the live crowd was the Berserker, and Papa Shango was a team against the Undertaker and the Ultimate Warrior. Jesus Christ. You have That's to the Warriors music. You have to see this match to believe it. Jesus Christ. It's such a weird match. <laughs> any uh any dream matches? I know there's like that one. Just Sting. It's just, just sting. sting. Just Sting. Sting. We had Goldberg. <laughs> Did we? Ming. <laughs> oh, Should have left Goldberg on the table. Uh just Sting. Actually, Kane and Taker against Ming and Rikishi was a lot of fun in early 2001. Really? That's some good shit. Yeah. Honestly, it's just he wrestled everybody else. It's literally Sting. Yeah. It's well, crazy. Your, I got one. Huh. Savage. Oh, yeah. They, they did. I mean, they worked in the same company for about four years, but never worked together. Uh, that would have been interesting, too. You know what's funny is A&E in, like, 90... I want to say it, between 97 and 99, they did like a special about WCW and WF. And at the very end of the show, they did like... Um, the Unreal Story of Professional Wrestling? Might be, yeah. I have it on DVD. And that, that, at the end, they do like fantasy bookings yep. of like, like... And that was it. Like that was the booking match of the dead man versus the crow at I the mean, end. And it's just like, it, it, since 97, 98, they've in, been plugging that. Dude, in 98, the it was at a fever pitch. That was like the ultimate fucking dream match that anybody could have wanted. Uh, but I'm glad we had a chance to talk positively about Undertaker because now I'm going to shit all over this masturbatory fucking <laughs> piece of crap that, Go ahead. that happened on this uh, pay-per-view. And I only say that because um, I felt nothing. I didn't feel any emotion. I didn't even feel lack of emotion. I literally felt nothing. 
You know why? Because this is like the fifth time they've done this. Mm-hmm. 28. WrestleMania 28. Should have been it. Yep. The three of them going up the ramp, end of an era, stopping and taking that famous picture, should have been it. Yeah. If not that, then leaving the shit in the ring against Roman at 33. You got a second chance. You fucked that up too. Sorry, this time I feel nothing. Yep. And and it's weird. I don't even feel I don't even feel that it was Taker that like wanted all this crap. No. I really think this this is all those events. Those events. This masturbatory shit. No need. And I, again, all you did was prove that 18, well, 19 if you include Taker, 20 if you include yourself, 20 uh, old-timers are far more important than any current wrestler you have on your fucking roster because it went on last. And another reason I felt it was fucking empty and stupid, okay. and, I, and I felt bad for Taker, to have to stand there in a ring and listen to fake piped-in chants, and that's supposed to be your last time doing this? Thank you, Taker. I was like, how is anybody supposed to take this seriously? Those are piped-in fake chants. Fuck all of this. Which is why I think, even if he doesn't wrestle, there will be at some point another appearance in front of fans. Oh, there will be. There will be. There will be. Um, As Mean Mark Callis. (laughs) That'd be amazing. (laughs) He was found again, so it's fine. The soul taker. Yeah, this, uh, it was boredom. Is what it was. I kind of zoned out. His entrance and all the... You went through every single old-timer's entrance. And I, every single one had to have a reason why they were there. And then, then, he comes, Nash, and then Vince comes out. And you can't understand well, anything he's saying. Re- so they have to turn the crowd noise down so you can hear him. He looks like he's going to die. Then The Undertaker comes out. That takes fucking 15 minutes. I was like, oh my god. I just lost... I lost interest. Well, yeah, no, it, it doesn't help. It doesn't help. And it's just... it. I don't get why you bring all them out and then they vanish. Right. It's like, why? Like, Literally, why? they were there and then they were all gone. You spent 10 minutes on them and then you did a three minute montage about them and then you sh- come back and it's just Vince. They were just there to spread COVID because they all had to get on a fucking plane full of people to get there. And they're all uh, in, you know, they're all old, so they shouldn't be there. Right. Especially Ric Flair. Nash must really respect Taker because. So, I have yeah. a question for you, Corey. Yeah, go ahead. We talked about how they should have done it. They didn't. Mm-hmm. So, if you were dealt the same deck of cards, how would you have done this ceremony? What would you have done? Not done it. That wasn't a choice. <laughs> if you have to do it, don't do it. I mean, I, I get it. It's Survivor Series time, and that was his debut. So, But do it on Raw. And do it more like you did Flair and Sean, where it was actually him interacting with those people from his past, and it was more heartfelt and real, instead of whatever the fuck this was. Maybe make it like a network thing after Raw goes off the air. Yeah, like it doesn't. Need that to would be... have been fantastic too. I'm not saying that the guy does isn't a legend that deserves a send off. I mean, he's fucking. Mm-hmm. We just said he's got the greatest career of all time in the business. It's just the number. <laughs> it's like, okay. Oh, I, I, take that, I said 
33 was the second. He actually had a third perfect ending at the end of WrestleMania this year. Boneyard match. Leaving out of the boneyard on the motorcycle like a badass. Again, perfect After he killed ending. two people? Yeah. And it's one of those things that you, you, you mentioned during the show about how the gears have to be in order for WWE because Taker walks up to the ramp, looks back, lifts up the arm, and then on the side there's like one of the logos and it sets on fire. Yep. has to be all... Even the copyright came on the screen at the perfect time with a dong. It was like, everything is so <laughs> fucking micromanaged in this place that it drives me nuts. But that was Survivor Series. That was Survivor Series. Um, we survived it. Barely. I don't know if you got so I, I, we talked, I talked about it earlier, about how um, yeah. they did the triple, that's three matches on Raw, right? Uh-huh. So it's AJ and Randy in the main event. Ooh. The Fiend uh, uh, interferes and costs yeah. Randy in the match. Oh, yeah. But and Alexa got those hands. God damn it! <laughs> too far, too far. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw, um, but there's a somebody caught how, as you said, how perfect the you know the gears must work in mm-hmm. micromanage. Well, it's uh, Randy and AJ in the corner, right, and they're doing a move, and then the bottom left, you can see Wyatt jumping over the barricade to get to his spot, and it's just like, really, they can't like, help themselves at this point. Really, you can't. Maybe not be at that angle or just, and not come know. at that door. Be like wrestling and just be there before the spot happens. Like, just be under the ring. Also, like everybody else in the like, history of wrestling. In the ring. Especially there's now only... because it's raw, right? Yeah. And it's pre-taped, isn't it? No, it's no, live. It's live. Uh, it's it's live, live, pal. But there's commercials and there's no fans in the building. You can just walk in then. So you can, yeah. during the commercial break, you can just walk down and get under the ring. Yeah, yeah. like you it's don't. It's really that simple. No, he, he, he's, caught, he's caught going over the barricade. God damn it. You could take your sweet ass time getting there. Just <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be on Botchamania this week. So, so we're we were uh, thankful. No, for That's that. Not the right Wait, were we not? Were, were we doing something for pure thankful? disdain? Huh? Is what we have. We're not thankful for WWE. No, Corey uh, needs to be defibrillated. <laughs> I, I'm that, <laughs> I'm that, spent from that fucking review. That, Clear. That's your setup. My, my bad. Setup. Yeah, Mike. Thankful. Segway. Segway. Uh, <laughs> Cut. Segway to a segway. Yeah. We here at No Soul Entertainment, despite this fucking stupid year, uh, are thankful for things in the pro wrestling world. And we now would like to present you with... The return. The return of a 10 count, which you can listen to at nosoentertainment.com. It is our top 10 things we at No Soul Entertainment are thankful for in the world of professional wrestling. This was fun. This was fun. So what do we do, Booble? I believe. I what? Fly. I was going to say, so what do we do? It's more of a, we all did our own 10. We gave it to Corey. And then Corey calculated in his own mind the, the t- perfect the place, 10. The placement of he where these it. should be via what was voted on. I databased it. So, uh, and start from full 10. disclosure, we have no, not heard this. Yeah, yeah, we're going to go from 10. 10, okay. Uh, so excited for this. Number 10 thing we're most thankful for in professional wrestling in 2020. FTR and the Good Brothers leaving and grinding all of the axes. Hmm. Heard that? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I put FTR, but I, the Good Brothers is a great 
great tag team that got out as well. Well, uh, I figured two of us had the Good Brothers and two of us had FTR, and it was like, it's the same thing, though. Same thing. Yep. Let's wrap it up. Uh, I was never a big revival guy. Uh, I get the talent, I get the draw. I just it wasn't for me. Um, but the Good Brothers, I found incredibly entertaining. <laughs> um, so when they left, I was like, mm, good for them. I know uh, they were there for the money, which is fine. Um, but they their talents were being wasted. Um. Although I will say, funny enough, watching these two talking shop manias, when they were like the doctor skits, the people hated. That was kind of actually perfectly on brand for them. Yeah, which was funny. Yeah. In, a, in a weird way, looking back, like, um, especially the big LG. Yeah. Where's <laughs> none of this was shown in WWE? Not one damn bit. You mean Festus? <laughs> Biscuits ding, and gravy. Ding. So yes, that was number ten. Uh, number nine uh, came on two ballots. Uh, the far right of the table here, Mr. Jim Cornette. Goddamn right. He's made <sighs> shitting on wrestling so it's enjoyable to listen to. Not just that, but like there's it's the shitting on it, but it's also the nuggets of wisdom. Yep, that's literally where he mostly showed, why I listen. Yeah, and he 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 explains everything what it could be or why it should be done though. He didn't. It's not always perfect, but most of the time it makes sense. Uh, but just between that and the good rapport with Brian Last, the, the awesome videos the fans make, um, yes, <laughs> it's much needed levity uh, for at least two of us during the, the work week. It oh, makes a I, huge difference. Yeah, having that to listen to for the week is amazing. So Corey, yes, are you more proud that one Joey Lacell? Got into death matches, or one Devin Dalba got into Cornette. <laughs> I got to be honest, uh, Cornette. <laughs> yes, because Devin, that's just right down. That's that's he's perfect. So entertaining, and he he kind of reminds me of me just the way he. What? No, what? just the way he explains <laughs> things sometimes. Well, he's very witty. Are angry Dairy Queen workers? <laughs> no, but no, I will call someone cunt? A, cunt, a cunt for well, not making you know, my shit right. You know, if, since he's been listening to Cornette, anytime he talks on this show, it's it's Cornette's point of view, not his own. <laughs> so it's fine. It's true. Uh, number eight, Edge's return. That was on my ballot as well. It was? Yeah. That, yeah. Was, uh, that was a hell of a moment at the Royal Rumble. Hell of a moment that they missed. I actually <laughs> had to stop. Fucking idiots. I actually had to stop <laughs> when I read that on yours. Damn, really? Because I was like, you're not last year. No. <laughs> That's how it, long it, this it year is. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But there was a big reason why I put it on mine. Because they missed the spot? No. No. Because that day sucked Wieners, yes, because did. Kobe Bryant died that. That's true. And we were all over here, very somber and downtrodden. And that was just a small nugget nothing, that made the day a little bit better. In fact, nothing's been right since that day. Nope. Really, so. Nope. They say that. So that's is it Edge's fault? One. No. I would it say it's Kobe's the death fault. Of Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. Or is it Edge's fault? He never should have came. You back. think you, you know, think you know you him? Think you know him? <laughs> he did this on purpose. Radar superstar. But speaking of Joey Lasso. Oh god. Oh shit. And the death match. Rock, nope. rock, never stop. Rock, he drove. Nope. Number seven, Nick Gage. Little bitch. Murder, death, death kill. kill. All fucking day. Oh, I love him. Yeah, I love him. I'm Devin, good. how do you feel about Nick Gage? I'm better. <laughs> I love... You need You need to watch the, the, last, the Nick Gage tournament with nope. him on commentary. Can't. Because... <laughs> 
And it's fun as shit because he does not give a flying he fuck. He can't endorse anything that gets I know. I nope. just want him to hit you with the face with a light tube. Yeah. <laughs> That's all that you do if you shoot shot hit me in the head with a light laugh tube. My ass Stomp off. your ass into the ground. <laughs> yeah. I know sell it. That actually kind of melds into number six. <laughs> uh, number six is producer Zen and her influence into indie wrestling. Yeah. You're damn right. You damn but, skippy. Uh, that's all she does. That's all she does, man. She, she, she. Um, and that's a good thing. It's a good. It's a great. It's a great <laughs> thing. I'm not that wrong. That it's like she doesn't even do the. Uh, she doesn't watch Raw or SmackDown because of work. <laughs> that sucks. Um, <laughs> AW. Me too. NXT, that's why I don't watch it either. AW NXT. We we'll watch here and there. But when it's Saturday Sunday, she's like, all right, what's on IWTV? What's on Fight? Um, okay, awesome. it's like <laughs> she goes almost every week. She goes, Oh, there's a GCW show, <sighs> that's shitty. And then I get a text, I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> so, a peek behind the curtain Uh-oh. way back in 2011, before I'd even met these fine people, I was talking to my cousin who had just started the podcast. And I'm like, Oh, cool. So, are these are these cool people. He's like, oh yeah, they're great people. The joke guy, dick. No, he said they're great people, but it's all WWE, nothing else. Uh, and I was like, oh, that's a shame. I should change. And it only took eight years. <laughs> but we we just eight turned we just turned uh, New Japan. No, yeah. but now, but the thing is, it's crazy because of the um, indies. Is since we do have IWTV, there are all of it's on there. Zen mm-hmm. Zen per, per, could probably tell you more indie names than anybody on any of the main rosters. I she, probably could too. She did NWA when that. it came back. Yeah. She will go back to that. Shockwave She's doing that. Next week. She's somewhat following ROH, but it's more of the indies, like all the GCW people, uh, you know, uh, 440. 440. Yeah. You know what? I got three letters for producers in MLW. Um, I think she's tr- she's, she's trying to find that. It's on YouTube. YouTube, but YouTube. I think it's on. Well, I think um, one of the it's Samsung on Sports or something it's like that. One of the Zone. One of the Samsung channels yeah. has it, I think. Okay. But no, she's yeah, Indies. It's all, all what she just did. Defy PDX Four yeah. because she had. She's like, there's nothing new on Indies, so oh, I need something to watch. That show. That's the one where uh, sounds like Corey Hammerstone <laughs> and, and Shaft had that feud where like Hammerstone walked out of the match. Not that oh, makes yeah. uh, that makes me God, happy. Was right. A, that was the first one I went to. It was amazing. Yeah. It, was an, it was MJF, MJF and, Artif- and Artemis. Yeah. Yeah. MFJ, sir. MFJ. She said to that the uh, one you couldn't guy. hear the guy on the TV. You couldn't hear him. Oh, damn oh. it. The MFJ didn't come through. Damn. So, that's the bottom half of the list. It's good bottom half. Number five. You said. Three people listed it. Um, I added the, the last part because two of us specifically said that part. Huh. But AEW... Not only existing, but their work with COVID protocol as a com, as a, compared to WF in their uh, how do we put it? Lack, lack completely of. lacking it. Yes, except Cody's a dick. Yeah, apparently, oh. I don't know, man. Did you read the rest of that? No, I just read. I did. Uh, <laughs> it was a long. It was a, long was a thread. Thread. Yeah. There's a lot to it, and by the end of it, that guy didn't look so great did either. He? And at one point, he was like, <laughs> "I could have been better." I'm like, "Well, okay, then I'm done reading this." He's like, oh, I may not have worked too hard. And uh, I didn't always ask for some days off. And then people discovered the old texts he did about that were incredibly... Dropping hard ends and... Hard ends and then yeah. talking about how he wants to fuck Cody and... 
Whoa! <laughs> so yeah, neck tattoos. It didn't come out good. So by, the, that in. by the time it was done, I was like, oh, so yeah, we should probably wait till the whole story's out before people just decide. To be fair, I just posted it. Yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. reacted however you want to react. I just thought it interesting. Well, no, no, I mean, like, wow. Like, everybody was just like ready to crucify Cody, and then, like, an hour later, whoa, he's an advocate for the Latino world order. <laughs> Holy shit. Anyways, Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> so, yeah, that's number five. Um, they've they have been a welcome alternative that have yeah. forced WWE to sign everybody. Oh god, that reminds me. I, f- I thought I was gonna talk about this. Did you hear Triple H is working to get an extra a second NXT show on TV? Oh, what, Fuck, dude? Yes, they have so much talent they're not even touching oh. that he's gonna get a second NXT show going on the network. He wants TV if he can find it. Damn it. But if nothing else, the network, yes. Okay. Number four. (coughs) Zelina Vega and her big old balls. That's right. Wow. Put them in my mouth. Which, if you want to hear more about that, listen to last week's episode where we spent a good 40 minutes. We went in. And, uh... Exactly. Uh, Doing what uh, nobody else has the balls to do. Good on her. More power to her. Good on her. I hope she shoves it right down their fucking throat. Number three Just like is my favorite part of the list. Ooh. Because three of us had it on our list, and I didn't expect anybody but me to have it. Oh, I already know what it is. The signing of Eddie Kingston. Hell fucking I was yeah. the fourth one, just to be clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was this guy. This you guy. Were, you were the one on the outside. Who has two thumbs and hates Eddie Kingston? This, this guy. Who this had guy. two thumbs and really didn't know who Eddie Kingston was before he got an AEW? <laughs> this guy. This guy. Who likes Eddie Kingston now? This guy. Love Eddie Kingston. He can talk anybody into the building, except for Mike. And, uh, <laughs> and he looked, and he looked at, what does Jim say? He looks like a, a mechanic at Jiffy Lube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's not wrong. But it's Patty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Patty Stonegrader. Fucking love ah, Eddie She should have been on my list. Uh, 18 years to say, get a shot. That's... Been a long time coming for that guy. It yeah. has, and he was—he almost quit the business a couple years ago, and he was gonna quit the business before getting hired this year because eighteen years in and in debt, and it just wasn't happening. And no question for you. Boom. Yeah. Who are you happier for, Eddie Kingston or AJ Styles? Eddie Kingston. AJ had at least a solid ass career. Could have stayed in Japan. Could have done. Could have survived. Eddie Kingston was floundering on those indies and not making rent. Yeah. And after 18 years of being this good, um, it's nice to see the good guys win every once in a while. Oh, so yeah. that was number three. Number f- two. I, man, that's crazy. Yeah, it's three of you. Number yeah. two. All four of us had it on here. Yep. I know what it is. Yep, yep, yep. I guess you can kind of call it the, an end of an era. Yeah, and the uh, end of live events. NXT PDX. We were the last good show. The fact that we were just saying, holy shit, Edge was this year. Yep. Same thing applies <laughs> to NXT I'll be frank, TakeOver I didn't, I didn't have it on my list because I, ta- I honestly forgot about it. You did, actually. Have did I? Yeah. yeah, you did. NXT? You, yeah. you just put NXT. But oh, PDS. okay. Yeah. Um, How wait. much fresh? Bobby Fish. I, I just looked Bobby at Bobby Fish. Fry fish. fish. I, I looked at that shirt the other day. I was like, holy shit, that shirt feels like it's... <laughs> Uh, that was... It was a long time ago. Uh, it was literally a month I mean, before the world shut down. it's not the best 
live show we've been it to, was like but two it's two weeks before the world came down. Yeah, it Easily. was like yeah. the, the best the WWE show I've been to. Oh, Easily. for sure. Yeah. And I finally got to hear mm. Adam Cole, baby. So yeah, yours is probably not. Yours is probably No Mercy, right? Um, I'd still take it to NXT. Take it. Yeah, No Mercy is still like it's number one. I I've been well. I've been to the Royal Rumble. That was fun. However, it was like that eight hour long mm-hmm. one. The NXT in Phoenix was good, but it the one in Portland was better. Because it had Poppy. That was just a fucking no. <laughs> that was it was a great fucking time. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. My kid, that was I, the last thing we we did as like a group to go to an event. It like it's some sort of eye opening. The first time we've been in a big arena with the paper you set and uh-huh. hearing the that that energy. NXT. That 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 that's how I felt when I went to No Mercy the first time because No Mercy was my first ever event, and the environment was not as loud as the NXT, but like the the thrill the. Like, oh my god, I'm walking into a state, you know, a Dodie event. And then I've been to like 15 ever since. That show was so good, we didn't even start our lasagna chant. Didn't need to. We started it the night before. (laughs) Or not. Or not. And uh, Uh, number one can be just... I think number one should be easy, right? We said said in two words. We we knew number one before we (laughs) even started the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number one, and it was number one on everybody's list. Yep. Burner. Roman Reigns. Burner. Because this is a big dog stand account. You're damn Burner. right. Burner. Oh, yeah. Burner. Uh, so imagine this fucking year without Roman Reigns. Holy fuck. I mean, I, I, I would have canceled my network. Drew is good, but fuck. Man. I, I would have canceled my network <laughs> what do you, by now. What do you I will never cancel the network because I love the old yeah. stuff. Yeah, I, I, yeah I'm not do. like you. I don't watch yeah. it as much as you do. Yeah, we do a podcast. <laughs> Nope, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> I'll find it somewhere else. Hey, I'm not paying for it. Hey, pal. No. I, uh, we'll I, can, I can safely say without Roman Reigns the last three months, by Survivor Series this past Sunday, million. I wouldn't have watched it. Million you guys row. would have had to talk about it. Well, I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting, but yeah, no thanks. Um, I've never, like I said, I have never been closer to just completely writing off WWE. Just... It's just not going to be a thing to me if it keeps going this bad. Um, he's the only reason to watch SmackDown and the pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. He's captivating. He's fucking awesome. He's everything they said he was going to be. They finally let him do it. That was me at the end of the Roman match the other day. It was also green. I probably need to see my physician. Or a physician, anyways. I mean, I find it better if I just don't bust into a random doctor's Isaac office. Yankum. Yeah. He's a doctor. Britt Baker. See, so Roman Reigns, man. Uh, just keep fucking doing you. And also, mad respect to him for having the balls as the top guy at WrestleMania time to say, no, I'm out. I don't care if I'm the main event of WrestleMania. This shit's dangerous. Mm-hmm. I got a family to protect. I'm not going to be here. And uh, that I'm the head of the table. Started kind of the, uh, I mean, complete fucking spiral of Miz's career. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus, dude. You pissed the big dog off. Whew. Ain't looking good for you, Mizzy. Uh, uh, no, I, I said earlier, I'm loving every single thing about Roman. The promos he does, the way he threatens people by not even looking at them. 
Uh, he's done that multiple times. You know, I love the couple weeks ago with, with him and him and uh, Heyman. What do I what do I pay you for? You take care of things. Yeah, if I have if I have to take care of this, what's your point? You know, like why are you being here? And I'm just not even looking at him. And it's just like, and you can like, and hate like I said earlier, you know, we said earlier, Heyman is a big part too, because of the fact that he's the way he portrays like the fear when Roman's yelling at him or degrading him and not even looking at him. Like you're gonna see that Heyman's. Not like, he's like, no, oh, he'll kill me. Yeah, I'm scared. And we got hints of it years ago after that Taker match where he just stood in the mat, like the ring, and looked at everybody. He was like, fuck you. It's my yard. I Put, beat him. Point, now what? Pointed at his hand and said, I have all of you on my hand, you know. But no, Roman's number one. If, if Roman wasn't here for the past three months, who knows? Who knows? Even though, even with COVID, who knows where WWE would be right now without Roman Reigns being a big part for SmackDown and for the company? Uh, Fox would be looking at canceling that program. Is what they would be doing. Uh, SmackDown over the spring and summer would have been a hell of a lot easier to watch if he'd have been around. Does anybody remember how bad SmackDown was before Roman came back? Yeah, when it was the Braun and Bray show. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, your Braun's, two favorite characters. Never Braun Strowman's been suspended online. <laughs> um, so uh, if we could, we're on the table. Yeah. Uh, start with Dundevin, I guess. Yeah. Any Little honorable bitch. mentions? No bitch. That's something that maybe's on your list that uh, didn't make the final list. Let's see. Uh, I. Uh, the resurgence of Randy Orton. Not, not, but that now that now I would say that now for like I was with you on board with a couple a month or two ago until he run the title <laughs> still yeah okay he put he took his wiener out of Kim how often do you win the title and he runs your <laughs> yeah it stops your ruins your run yeah I know uh, right? buried him <laughs> uh, Zach Ryder oh, yeah. uh, less Charlotte Flair we can all agree thank I, God yes less Charlotte Flair yep, yep, yep. Um, Pat McAfee because fair. he's the best heel they have. In wrestling right now. Well, yeah. Robin. <laughs> That's true. And uh, the dark side of the ring, in co- when the I think it was the second season came out, right, is COVID hit. Yeah. And so that was uh, something to watch. Very good episodes. Very good in-depth in yes. uh, knowledge good. and stuff. Those are the good. only ones that I had that did not make the list. Corey, do you have any more? I had um, personal ones. Like I wrote, one was uh, Mike and Devin providing a much needed uh, laughter and new thought process for the pay- for the podcast we do. Boom! Um, it's like a breakup, greatest movie of all time. Greatest movie yeah. of all time. And uh, producer Zen and Joe for the amount of work they do. Second that one. And on uh, for being uh, ever gracious hosts as well. <laughs> um, so I had that on my top ten. As did I. And then just the no sell entertainment podcasting period was like my number two because without doing this, I think that was your number two too. Weekly, what the fuck's the point? Yeah, I, yeah, I think <laughs> I said something to the effect of uh, it was a bright spot in this year of complete yeah, darkness. You know, this this year sucked, and the wrestling sucked. And I'm, like, and that's the reason. And actually, I think it was on mine. Uh, we did the fantasy booking to start with because WWE was garbage. Yeah, they I, weren't doing shows to begin with for a little bit, and then we were like, well, fuck it. We'll just do it. I was going to send Corey one that all ten said AGW, but I was like, nah. <laughs> um, I don't think AGW is dead quite yet. Yeah, this uh, It's still alive. This podcast, uh, all of them that we do here, I know it's only here.com, 
Um, but yeah, this gave me something to look forward to every week. Agreed. Because otherwise, fuck, man. It makes resting brutal. <laughs> and actually thanked um, 1999 Wrestling for being good wrestling for this company. Right now they don't <laughs> fucking know how to give it to you. That ought to tell you something right there. Fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. It's... Joe, do you have anything else? Uh, what do I have? He doesn't have his list. These <laughs> nuts. Um, Boom, baby. Well, I, I did have... Um, I did have like like you know we put talked about but for me like it was like watching more indie stuff. Oh no! What? The... Oh Jesus! Uh, I put uh, Cameron Grimes to the moon. To the moon. <laughs> Loving every single thing about him. Uh, I find people in the front row. I'm dodging Back this up. one. I'm, Fuck up! I'm uh, nervous. We're, we're watching Vader versus Stan Hansen right now. I'm also nervous right now if I'm in the front row. Yeah. No, it's. Yeah, that's about it. You know, I put Walter and uh, Dragon off. So good. Yeah, that could be on so there too. Fucking good. I mean, it might come up again at the year in awards. Maybe. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I thought I forgot. To, I forgot to say in, during the Indies. Um, no Zen problem. watches on Monday nights. Um, Twitch, uh, Effie's Twitch. Yeah. Monday, not Raw. And it's just him watching old wrestling or. This past Saturday, he spent five hours building a Lego set on Twitch <laughs> with protection. Jesus. So, who has to wear a condom while building a Lego set? <laughs> Me. Those Legos are. <laughs> oh, it's no. A, ah! Oh, Jesus. It's a two scale model of Alexa Bliss. <sighs> Never got syphilis from a Lego? Her name was Alexa. What are you, maybe Alexa, build my Lego set. <laughs> so, so, the British Bulldog and Maggie Johnson have a common. Alexa's hands. There's very few things that were on my fuck 2020 list, and by very few, I mean about seven thousand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if we did fuck 2020, the top ten fuck 2020 moments, it'd be like it'd be a nine-hour podcast. Yeah, it'd be a nine-hour <laughs> show. Uh, everybody, everybody can break down their t- fucking ten and be like, "Yeah, fuck that." Yeah, somewhere in between uh, the embarrassment that this country has been this year, in terms of handling COVID and the election process. Yeah, and um, huge. In between that and 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 President Cheeto fuckface, uh, <laughs> President Pig would shoot. be uh, Ryan Cabrera. Fuck you. Honorable <laughs> <laughs> mention. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, you want do you want to say thankful for uh, Ryan putting a ring on that? Or? No, I don't. Fuck that. Fuck you. I hope you get syphilis. <laughs> Whoa. From Alexa. At least no. <laughs> at least it's not COVID. I'm fine with that too. Oh, pot He's young. probably a machete. He's young. He'll probably win that. <laughs> Y'all don't mention Nick Gage for beating that ass, Devin. Yeah. He doesn't want to see me. Let's grind this show down <laughs> because Nick Gage is going to find uh It's Patty Stowe grind the show down. Patty Stowe grind this, baby. You can find all of our podcasts at NoSellEntertainment.com. That's right, NoSellEntertainment.com, where we have the Monday Night War stories where <laughs> Patty Stone Grinder's not on, but The Rock and Triple H... And Mankind are. We have the midweek war stories of the Battle of Thunder and SmackDown. We have this here, no com. No and you can also listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts. All, all fucking day! day.